because my imagination has expanded so much with Psyche, because we limit ourselves only to what we can think, right? So the more expansive that we get with the ways in which our patterning changes in our thoughts, it truly is like sky is the limit. It's like, no, like universe is the limit. No, it's like multi-universe is the limit. Like it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and you're like, wow, there is no limit. But then when you truly embody that, that just shows you that like all the things that you've participated in or engaged in before, it's just at the end of the day, it's all about just more love in whatever you're doing. There's a pretty important and profound conversation taking place right now in the health and wellness space around this concept of deconditioning, of removing thought patterns and blocks and barriers and ways of being in the world that are not necessarily in true alignment with our true self with who we really are at our core. And we're exploring this concept of deconditioning through astrology, through human design, through meditation, through yoga, through breath work. And it was really wonderful for me to learn about another way that we can decondition, that we can remove these barriers through Psy K. And truthfully, before Jenna reached out to me, I had no idea what Psyche was. I had seen a little bit about it on Instagram, but it was really brand new to me. And I was so excited to connect with Jenna and to learn about Psyche, what it is, how we can benefit from it, and how we can use it as a tool in our own health journeys and wellness journeys and transformations. I am honestly so excited and grateful to be able to bring to you this beautiful and profound conversation that was both transformative and healing for me. And I have a feeling when you're done listening to it, it's going to have the same healing and transformative impact on your life. And so I'm so excited to introduce you all to Jenna Sophia. She is an advanced Psyche facilitator, Reiki master, and intuitive of flower essences. And she is truly incredible. And the work that she's doing is transformative. You're going to hear both Jenna and I use that word transformative throughout this conversation because that is really at the core what Psyche is. And in this week's new episode, Jenna shares with us the power of Psyche, what it is, how Psyche found her, and her journey really unraveling her conditioned beliefs to step into her true power. We talk about connecting to the subconscious, deconditioning to realign back into our true essence. We talk about my experience with Psyche because about a month before we recorded this episode, we sat down and did a little mini Psyche session together. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear about my experience with Psyche. We also talk about spirituality and its connection to Psyche, dropping the veils, which guys, I'm so excited for you to hear this part of the conversation. And we talk about how this work has strengthened Jenna's relationship with the universe. Plus, we talk about why following your joy is no joke, how Psyche has really allowed Jenna to live from a place of joy, and so much more. Before we dive into this really profound, phenomenal, transformative conversation with Jenna, Sophia, I want to take a second to just say thank you for all the love and support of Seek the Joy podcast. And for me, we just hit, like drum roll please, (laughs) we just hit 
100 reviews on Apple Podcasts, and I'm so excited. This feels like a huge milestone. So for everyone who has taken a second to rate and review us on Apple iTunes, I'm so grateful. And guys, if you want to show a little love and support for this show, whether you've been tuning in for a while or you just started tuning in, I would be seriously over the moon, ecstatic and grateful if you left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or really wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. When you do, take a screenshot of that review, send it to sydney at seekthejoypodcast.com and I will send you our guide for infusing more joy into your life as a way to say thank you and it's a really good way for us to connect outside of the show. Also, another great way to support us is to hit that subscribe button and share this podcast or this episode with anyone in your life that you think might benefit from its message. This conversation really reminded me that it's up to us to look deeper within and look inward for the answers and that truly at the end of the day, everything is energy and it's within our power to transform. I'm so excited to bring you this conversation with Jenna to introduce you to Psyche. I have a feeling it's going to be the next big thing that brings about healing and transformation for so many. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Jenna Sophia. Hi everyone, my name is Jenna Sophia and I am a Psyche facilitator and I basically help people step into their power um, by accessing their subconscious mind to help them transform limiting beliefs perceptions of stress and any trauma. I love what you just said that it's about transforming because I think so much of the conversation right now in in the wellness or healing space is about that healing. It's about um, moving through blocks, but not enough people are talking about that word transform and transformation. And so I love that you said that. And, and it's really at the heart of Psyche, right, is is that concept of transformation and that ability to step into, you know, your own empowerment and, and your own truth. Yes, absolutely. Like you said, like the premise of Psyche is not to heal ourselves. Like we don't call ourselves healers. We call mm-hmm. ourselves facilitators because we're basically facilitating and holding space for people to step into their own transformation and in their own power. So it comes from this idea that we don't need healing. We come here as whole mm-hmm. and we're ready to transform. We've just been conditioned um, to believe certain things, you know, as we've grown up. Yeah. And that has really put a block between us and our own divinity. So it's really about unraveling that. Yeah, it really is. I'm learning more and more. It's about looking at the processes that we've become accustomed to, right? And the ways that we think about ourselves or the ways that we think about our role in the world and and looking at it from the perspective of, is this my truth? Is -hmm. this really who I am? Rather than accepting it, you know, at face value. And and so you mentioned this unraveling from those preconditioned beliefs. Mm -hmm. What were some conditioned beliefs that you had in your life that you had to sort of unravel to get you to a place to where you are today, to where you now are an advanced psyche facilitator. And I know you're also a Reiki master and you, you're you an intuitive of flower essences. So what mm-hmm. were some beliefs that you had to unravel for yourself to get you to this place of where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's interesting that you say, you know, beliefs. So people might generally think, oh, you know, it's a belief that, you know, I'm not worthy or mm-hmm. um, I'll never be healthy. And But what I understood even more going into this work is that 
our beliefs really create the conditions of our physical body. Mm -hmm. So if we are storing traumas, those are running programs in the subconscious mind that are keeping us from really moving forward and accessing our um our new self right like we tend to hold on to things you know and we yeah. tend to ruminate and it's hard for us to get over experiences but what i've learned was that through getting rid of these experiences or rather transforming these experiences back to a state where i was empowered and where I decided how I was going to feel, a lot of my illnesses started to dissipate. So at the time, I had endometriosis, polycystic ovarian syndrome, anxiety, and depression. And as I started to really look at my mind and see where I was blocking myself with experiences or beliefs, so beliefs that you know I wasn't good enough or that I had to have a painful life or, mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't worthy of enjoying my life and deserving the best that I could have. And these were all beliefs that I had picked up on through experiences. So as I was able to decondition those experiences, I was able to realign back into my truest and highest self, which is healthy and vibrant and free mm. mentally, physically, spiritually. I love that, that you were really yeah. able to connect back to your true essence of who you are. Yes. I love that you were able to identify that because for so many of us, the idea of identifying for ourselves what our true essence is, it feels daunting, mm -hmm. right? It feels scary. It's like, totally. oh my God, one more thing for me to figure out. But the more you remove those blocks or those layers for yourself, mm -hmm. you remove the conditioning, whether it's from society or your family or your culture or whatever it might be. I mean, it really is an amazing experience to be able to connect to that true essence. And I love yeah. what you shared too about these illnesses that you've experienced for a good portion of your life and how you were able to transform it. And I know from based on a conversation we had previously that Psyche played a huge role in that. And so how did you find Psyche? What really drew you to it? I mean, what was it about it that, that clicked that you felt like, wow, this really resonates with me. Yeah, I'd love to share that story. So um, at the time of me discovering Psyche, or rather I would say Psyche found me, I was experiencing like the height of my endometriosis, PCOS, anxiety, depression. I had struggled with the first two for the last like seven years. So I was kind of at a point where I you know, when you just try and try and try everything mm -hmm. and you're just waiting for that moment for it all to click and yeah. and change like that tipping point. I felt like I had hit a critical mass and I was like just waiting to, you know, go to the other side of my yeah. journey. Yeah. So my doctors had told me that I had to get my uterus taken out if I wanted to get off my medication. Wow. And I was just really like at a point where there has this can't be the only way I'm 22 like this can't be. Mm -mm. So my mom actually was watching an interview with Rob Williams, who is the originator of Psyche. And she was, she was in awe of what was happening. And she was like, Jenna, I think this is it. And, you know, I had tried Reiki and flower essences. And while those are amazing tools, they didn't get to the root of what I was trying to transform, or yeah. at least not for me. I can't speak for everybody. But for me, it was very difficult to really penetrate that next level of transformation with just those tools. So I was still searching. And so she found that and 
she was like, I think we should go take the workshops. There's one happening in London. Let's go. So there are only 32 instructors. So it's not uncommon to travel around for workshops Mm -hmm. because they're very limited. But we went and we finished the basic workshop. I was still, you know, I was like, okay, this is really cool, but I don't know how this is going to help me physically, right? Like I I still didn't really get that. And there was an advanced workshop happening right after the basic workshop. And my mom and the instructor, they were all encouraging me to sign up. And I I knew I was going to have my period. And when I have my period, I'm completely knocked out. Like I can't do anything for Mm -hmm. a week, or at least I couldn't at the time, you know, throwing up, just really uncomfortable. Um, and sometimes it got so bad, I'd be in the hospital and stuff. So it was wow. just like, I never, it was, I always had that week where I was like, no one bother me. Yeah. You, like know? you were out of commission. I was like, out. Yeah, yeah. You were done. And it was kind of like one of those things. Cause it was like a hidden illness because mm-hmm. for three weeks it was like, Oh, I'm normal, whatever. But like people couldn't understand my pain of and course, like said, yeah. how am I knocking out? So it was just like, that was another piece of it. Yeah. So I, I was just like, you know what, I'm not going to be able to do it, but I signed up anyways. I went for the first day of the advance. Really interesting. I was like, this is amazing stuff. But then the second day I couldn't go to the workshop because I got my period. So I was at home and my sister was there and she called me and she's like, the instructor Ian wants to talk to you. Um, can he take you through a psychic process? So I was like, okay, yeah, right. Like what's going to help me? Like, you know, yeah. you know, just kind of being like, okay, what are you a wizard? Like, you, right. yeah. Cause you had so, done so much and tried yeah, everything at that point. Yeah. And I'm sure you felt frustrated and defeated, but also like, okay, what do I have to lose? Yeah. And also you get to a point also when you're in this journey of transformation, people are always going to be bombarding you with things, but if you don't yeah. have discernment, on what is right for you mm-hmm. and is in alignment with you, then you're just going to start getting annoyed by what everyone does. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I see people who have chronic illness and they're like, Oh, you know, so many people are telling you what to do. And it's like, don't let that affect you. Like people are only coming from their best and highest interest, totally. but you should have discernment on like, if that resonates or not, don't yeah. get mad at people. And I think that's the key to everything is that piece of discernment. Yeah. Like what aligns, what feels good, what parts mm-hmm. of this can I take and integrate? So totally. I'm, I'm right there yeah. with you. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, this like, you know, how many times people had told me, try this, try that, but there was something about it. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll go through with it. Cause you know, the thing about psyche is, is that it can't be done to you. You, you are doing it mm-hmm. with the facilitator. Right. So I had to take my part in it. So as sick as I was, I went through this process and all of a sudden, like within five minutes, my stomach started churning and my pain got less wow. and it was like 50% less after five minutes. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> this has never happened. I'm not on any meds. Like what? this is crazy. I knocked out for eight hours, seven or eight hours after it was only in the morning. It was like 10 AM. And then I slept another eight hours. So definitely an energetic reset. Absolutely. And I woke up and my pain was still 50% gone. I was like, what is going on? There's something here. I was in the class the next day. Wow. Wow. And that never happened. So I was like, there's something here. There, There is something here. And I finished the advanced and then I, you know, traveled around the world to take the rest of the workshops. I've done like multiple of them now. And now I'm sponsoring workshops around the world with different instructors. And one of them is Ian. 
who started this, which is amazing. And I remember him telling me like a few years ago when I started, he was like, you never know where this is going to take you. And Mm. I was like, yeah, this isn't going to take me anywhere. You're like, it's just going to take me to a place of feeling better. But you had no expectation that this would become your life. No, because I was doing it for myself. Like this was purely a me journey. I was like, if this works, I have to be my own transformation to be able to speak about the potential. Right. And I think because I've gone through it and I can relate to so many things that people are in their journey and process of um, experiencing that it just felt right to share this because of my, my story and the way in which I know mm-hmm. there's so much potential within all of us, no matter what you're going through. And what's so cool too about Psyche is that it can impact any aspect of your life. It's not just health. It can be your state of mind at work or in a relationship or how you feel about yourself. Oh, and, yeah. and so can you touch a little bit on that? Just what have you seen in your work? Are there certain patterns or, or things that people like to focus on? I mean, because I know it's extremely widespread. I mean, it can really transform mm-hmm. any aspect, any belief, any thought pattern that's living within the subconscious. Yeah, it, it totally can. And I think that why Psyche specifically works so well with everybody is that it's super easy, but mm-hmm. also it's it accesses that part that we all have. So we all have this ability, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it works for all of us. It's not like one brain is more like mm-hmm. special than the other, but like specifically with things that I've seen people transform and like the potential is like truly limitless because I've seen, you know, people transform grief, really serious grief or really serious trauma, like consistent trauma that had happened for like eight, nine years at a time. And also the beauty of it is that you don't necessarily even have to share your experience with me mm-hmm. and it can still transform. That's just how much power you have in your own yeah. while going through this experience. That's so interesting what you just said too, because, and it goes back to what you said earlier, that you are an active part of the experience with Psyche. It's mm-hmm. not just the facilitator, it's you receiving it, but also taking an active role in choosing to transform uh, those beliefs or those thought patterns, whatever is living in the subconscious. And so when you're working with someone, how how do you connect to the subconscious mind? How does that all work? Yeah, so there. Psyche as a unit or as a field is uh, comprised of many different elements. So it has old spiritual, um, ancient techniques, as well as modern psychology techniques. Mm. Um, and that combination creates this um, these processes. And as we use them, we're able to access the subconscious mind that way. So when you're walking someone through a Psyche process, how do you... Mm-hmm connect with their subconscious? Cause I know part of it is right. Like, a, like you and I walked through a session together. We did a little mini one and I remember yeah. part of it is you tapping in and in your own way and connecting and seeing if, um, there's a stress response or so how does that work? Like how, yes. how are you able to connect in that way? So there are psyche processes and we use, you know, a combination of muscle testing and other techniques that allow us to come to these conclusions so that we're able to navigate the subconscious mind Mm -hmm. and get the answers that we need in order for you to transform whatever it is that you are 
coming in to transform, if that makes sense. Since we work distantly, it's like, I'll get the signals on your behalf and we'll figure it out. And then you go through the transformation. As you know, you had that experience on your own. It wasn't necessarily me being like, think like this or do this. Is it a highly like intuitive process for you? Like, like how does Um, it show up? I think the more you do it, the more you do it, it does become, but there, you don't have to be intuitive to do psyche because Mm -hmm. anyone can do psyche. So as long as you're like following the the steps and you are keeping the integrity and holding the space properly, Mm -hmm. it can't go wrong. You yeah. Know? And you learn all of that in your training, right? And yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, no, all of that makes sense. I just find it so fascinating that you're able to do this from a distance or also in person and, and you are able to tap in and, and kind of see the layout, right? That like read the subconscious and, and see even as you're walking through, like if that transformation is complete for that person. I just find yeah. the whole process super fascinating. Yeah, totally. It kind of reminds me of the fact that like really everything is energy, right? If we think mm-hmm. about it. And for me, like we can talk a little bit about my little mini session with you. Yeah. I mean, it's also about the energy that the person that's receiving it, you know, puts into it and, and their willingness mm-hmm. to open up and see that transformation for themselves. And so you and I, I think for me, was kind of just very general about work mm-hmm. and it was wanting to feel more empowered in a workspace as opposed to emotionally depleted. Because when you and I talked a month ago, I mean, I was like, exhausted yeah. <laughs> like to another level. And I was sharing yeah. with you before we started recording, just really in the last three weeks or so, I've, I've noticed a shift within myself of looking at a situation that would be emotionally depleting and choosing to approach it from a perspective of, I can do this. I can handle this. I am capable. I'm empowered in this space. And so I think it goes to show, you know, yes, you do the work on the subconscious level, but then you have to also be willing, I think, to integrate it right on a more conscious level and choose to see it around you. I I don't know if that resonates for you, but that's definitely been my experience. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, Psych K, right, it accesses the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is 95% of our operating Mm -hmm. system. So so everything that we're able to do, you know, just basic stuff, you know, shower, brush our teeth, eat, breathe, all of these things are subconsciously driven. But yeah. then we also have other subconscious programs that we've picked up on growing up. Like, you know, if we grew up in a family where money was difficult, we might have programs of money being difficult or you know, having to work hard or life or, or isn't even fears fun about or, around money fear. or yeah, Absolutely. anxiety, worry, stress. Yeah. Absolutely. But as we decondition that and imprint those expansive beliefs, it's up to us to create action consciously mm-hmm. in order to experience this new projection of reality. Right. Yeah. So we've changed the program and now it's running a different tape. But in order for us to really see it out there, we have to do something to push it out there. Mm-hmm. So that's where our action comes in. That's the push. Yeah. Action is very crucial in how this whole kind of concoction works. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And also I think when you choose to take action, right, from mm-hmm. from these processes, I mean, the more you can you decondition and you replace it with conditioning of your own choosing or conditioning mm-hmm. that is more aligned with who you really are, your true essence. I mean, you're really choosing to live your life from that space of empowerment. Yeah. It's you taking ownership that you're the creator of your reality. That's basically what it is. And yeah. while it might be hard for 
people to understand that. I mean, when I was going through it and I was like, you know, discovering why I had all of these physical like dis-ease in my body. Yeah. It was like, I had to really look at myself and I was like, I created this. This is me. Mm-hmm. This is my creation. Like that's a pretty hard pill to swallow for someone that's been like 100%. kind of victimized for so many years. And as hard as it is, like I'm not discounting anyone's journey, please. I understand. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have to get out of that cycle if we want to create a new life for ourselves. And yeah. that's where the power comes back. It's like, no, I don't have to feel like this. I don't have to put myself in this position or this experience. And I do have a choice on what I want to focus on and what I want to pivot towards. Yeah. What I found that has been so interesting with the illness or dis- dis-ease or discomfort that's shown up in my life and in my body, mm-hmm. it always shows up to teach me something. It always is, oh, shows yeah. up as an opportunity to transform, which I think is mm-hmm. definitely a theme of this conversation, but to teach me something and to transform it so that I can move forward in a way that I want to. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably the key to all of this is that you look at what has been created in your life and in your body and you've played a role in it, even if you don't know it. And then you have the opportunity to reflect on it and 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 transform it and move forward with it in the way that you want. And I think this ties into what you were just saying, which is that no experience is discounted and no experience is without value, but it's about what we choose to do with it, I think is probably exactly. the best way to put it. Exactly. And I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't have those experiences. So everything happens yeah. for a reason and yeah. it happens for a reason, but we also create that reason, right? Like exactly. we, we have our free will to, you know, create the lives that we want. Yeah. And so the more that you've done this work for yourself and now you mm-hmm. sponsor workshops and I know you have a full-blown practice that you work yes. with clients and you're totally super booked. And so the more that you've done this work and the more that you've really connected more to, I guess you could probably say your essence and your intrinsic value and self-worth and who you really are, who Jenna really is at her core. Mm-hmm. Have you been able to connect more with joy in your life or your passions? I mean, what has those things look like? Has it shifted quite a bit since you've embarked on this, this part of your journey? Yeah, I think, you know, joy, I just love that word. I think that Mm -hmm. my whole purpose is just about experiencing joy. Mm -hmm. And joy to me is like, how can I better the people around me or the people that aren't even around me that I can't even see? And how can I create more happiness and love and um, expansion and curiosity in my life? And I think that through Psyche, I've really been able to get to this place of um, constant curiosity where Mm -hmm. I'm not really trying to judge any experience and without me judging an experience, I'm really able to experience more joy in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think that joy isn't just about staying in on one level and one feeling or one emotion. It's being able to go through the experience of life, but then decide where you're focusing your attention and your emotional weight on. And then that like creates a a more joyful experience in my life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with Psyche as well, I I've definitely started to explore more of the things that made me happy when I was a child that maybe I didn't get to um, focus on um, when I was growing up. So like I've really gotten into my music and my DJing and, Mm. you know, there was a time where I was like, you know, I was really booked, but something was calling me and it was like, you know, you really need to just DJ for a few weeks. So I literally like 
like rescheduled maybe three weeks of sessions. Wow. Like, you know, that's not normal, right? Like (laughs) I was just like, you know, anyone would be like, you did what? Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, but you know what? This is what I needed. I did it. And then my business like exploded after I did that. So really following your joy is no joke. No joke. Yeah. It's no joke. It's no so, joke because you're operating from the space of excitement and you're yes. like ready and there's like a different vibrancy about you, right? Versus yes. being like, oh my God, I made I this have commitment. To do this. I have to do this. Exactly. 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 And when you you spend more time in that joy space, it mm-hmm. impacts every aspect of your life. I mean, mm-hmm. everything blooms and flourishes and in a different way that it, I don't know if it would have if you had stayed more on that rigid, in that no, rigid moment. And then, and then I think absolutely. And I would not have been able to give people the value that they're paying for and mm-hmm. that they're expecting from me. And I wouldn't be able to show up as like my authentic self because I would be doing it because I feel like I have to do it not because I'm wanting to do it from a place of joy. Yeah. So really I'm basically Psyche has helped me live my life even more from a place of joy because my energy and the way I feel, my state of mind, I've, you know, it's really like heightened that aspect of my life for me. Like if I'm not feeling it mentally, I won't do it. Yeah. And I've just, I've just come to terms with that's how I'm living my, my experience. This is just how I'm operating. If it doesn't feel good, I'm not doing it. And some people might think, you know, that's selfish. Other people might call it self-care, but you know what? It's perception. And that's exactly what I work with all the time. So as long as I'm perceiving myself to be in alignment with my truth, then the rest is, is just external. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like just listening to what you just shared. I mean, Psyche has really unveiled your true authenticity and has allowed Mm -hmm. you to live from that space of authenticity, which I know so many of us are craving and searching Mm -hmm. for in some ways. And I know authenticity is a big buzzword right now anyway. But that ability, that privilege, that opportunity to connect to that space and then live from it and make choices from that space, it changes everything. It really, really does. It really does because you're no longer living in a state of fear, but you're living in a state of expansion, which, Mm. you know, when you're in that state, when you're in that flow, it just life just keeps getting better and better. Would you say that Psyche is a spiritual practice? I mean, how can people look at this? Because I think it's existing a little bit right now in that realm, right? Of that Mm -hmm. conversation of wellness and spirituality. But do you view it as a spiritual practice or, or does it play a role in your greater spiritual practice? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even Psyche, they say it's a spiritual tool with psychological benefits. Oh, I love that. So it's spiritual in nature because we are divine in nature. Mm -hmm. So if we are divine in nature and this whole process is about getting back to our own divinity and getting back to who we really are, then yeah, it's a spiritual practice. Mm. Did your spiritual journey begin with Psyche or were you, I mean, I I remember you and I had talked a little bit about this. I know you're a Reiki master and you're an Mm -hmm. intuitive flower essences. I mean, did your spiritual journey begin with Psyche or, or long before it? Yeah. So I actually grew up in a Muslim household and um, very liberal in the sense that there wasn't too much pressure on like religious activity and things like that. But it was more about community building and giving. And so I really grew up with that ethos mm-hmm. of like caring for the greater communities and, you know, kind of helping those around you. And I think that really shaped my spiritual practice as I grew up because I was always looking to help others. And I see that that as like a spiritual practice, you know, helping others. I'm not necessarily something like 
praying to God, right. but which it is. But for me, spirituality and a spiritual practice was really about helping others. And I think it just like has been a, a thread throughout my whole life. And it's just yeah, it's been super consistent. Yeah. And it's just experiencing it in different ways. And who knows where it's going to go. I think that's what's so beautiful about it too, is that you never know where it's going to go, where this journey Mm -hmm. is going to take you. And that underlying thread of wanting to help others, I think that to be honest, is the core of our spirituality in many ways is that Mm -hmm. willingness to step outside of yourself and say, how can I, by showing up as my best self in this moment, how can I serve or help or aid another in their journey? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean taking over, right? It doesn't mean saving them by any means, Mm -hmm. but it means showing up for others and helping others and coming together in community in that sense. I love what you shared about that. That that has really been an underlying theme or, or thread that has just we know weaved itself throughout your life and your journey and you never know where it's going to go next. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just, you know, because my imagination has expanded so much with Psyche because mm-hmm. we limit ourselves only to what we can think, right? Yeah, so so true. the more expansive that we get with the ways in which our patterning changes in our thoughts, it truly is like, sky is the limit. It's like, no, like universe is the limit. No, it's like mm-hmm. multi-universe is the limit. Like it just keeps going right. bigger and bigger. And you're like, wow, there is no limit. But then when you truly embody that, I think that just shows you that like all the things that you've participated in or engaged in before, it's just mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's all about just more love mm. in whatever you're doing. More love. So yes. yeah, just more love. <laughs> I love that. We talked a lot about how your relationship with yourself has definitely strengthened and um, you've become more in touch with your essence and your authenticity throughout this journey. But has your relationship with, I don't know, we could call it the universe or the multidimensional universe, whatever it is, (laughs) has that relationship strengthened for you as well throughout this journey? Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually would say that I really had like a huge awakening after I went to the Psyche Divine Retreat. Mm. And that is really the like pinnacle of it. It I that's where I understood Psyche. That's where when I got on social media and I was like, you know, I think yeah. I, I understand it. You know, and I'm still understanding it. You know, it's like very elusive and you know, there it's an essence, right? So mm-hmm. trying to translate an essence is very different than experiencing something. But I think like after that divine retreat and I really, that veil dropped mm-hmm. and there was no more illusion of separation between me and my divine self. And I understood, really understood on a deeper level yeah. of who I was at my core, all this fear went away. And I was like, it really doesn't matter. Like, we're really here for the experience. Like, we are here for the experience. And I am living out my divinity in my full expression of who I am. So I might as well embody that and nourish it and nurture it. Yeah. That's super powerful what you just shared, that when that veil dropped, when you really Mm -hmm. understood that we are really part of all that is, that Mm -hmm. there is no separation, that we're here to have this human experience, to experience love and joy, but also the opposite of that, right? At times, hardship, heartache, whatever it might be, but that Mm -hmm. we're all here to experience and to really live out and be that essence of love. Yeah. 
in it's insane. Like I don't know how to explain it. And you, it it just sounds like it was a really powerful. How could it not be moment Mm -hmm. for you to have that awareness and that awakening? And then it sounds like it transformed your work and what you chose to start sharing and to be more open um, Mm -hmm. and putting psyche out there in a way that honestly, I had never even heard of it before I met you. So it's amazing. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's like a time and place for everything. And, um, for whatever reason, I'm just like following my, you know, that my inner voice and like my guidance to, to do what I'm doing, but with also hold upholding the utmost integrity of this work and not grooifying it and making Mm -hmm. it accessible and realizing, having other people realize that they have this power, this, it's a tool that you can use. Like anybody can learn it truly anybody. Yeah. And if like, it's calling you, it's calling you for a reason. I'll just say that. (laughs) Yeah. That's so fascinating too. When something begins to call you, whether it's a practice or a modality, or it could Mm -hmm. be as simple as journaling every day or starting to meditate or going on a walk or beginning Mm -hmm. to even food, food, anything. If it's calling you, you got to listen to it. Don't be afraid Mm -hmm. to follow it. I think it goes back to that sense of being conditioned and then wanting to decondition. But for so many Mm -hmm. of us, I feel like in some ways we think, oh my God, no, I can't do this thing, even though it keeps showing up in many ways with different signs. But I have just been told time and time again, I cannot do this. I can't eat that food. I can't wear that dress. I can't go to that place, whatever it might be, but just follow Mm -hmm. it, do it, chase it. You never know. I mean, you're like a beautiful testament of it. I mean, you never know where it's going to take you. Honestly, you never know. Like, I mean, people could tell me something crazy right now and be like, "Mm, you know, it's a potential. It's a potential, (laughs) but you know, I'm open to it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And so I know Reiki has been a big part of your life too. Is it something that you still practice? Do you practice Reiki on yourself? Is it, has it become part of your spiritual practice as well? Yeah, I definitely like, I've been doing Reiki for 12 years now. So, I mean, for me, it was definitely part of my first experiences of like alternate modalities of healing. And Mm -hmm. so I definitely still use it. I mean, when I'm doing Psyche with people, it's kind of crazy. Like my Reiki will just start flowing or, Mm -hmm. you know, I tend to give it to my dog a lot or when I'm going to bed, it's kind of just something that's just always flowing. I think I've just gotten to a state of just being able to like activate it really quickly. Yeah, It's like pure unconditional love coming out of your hands or your eyes or whatever you, (laughs) however Mm -hmm. you're Mm -hmm. sending it. But, um, I still definitely use it, you know, if people are having a tough time in sessions, just kind of holding the space with that energy in mind. It's just, it's just another tool. Yeah. Another tool in the, in the toolbox that keeps you refreshed and ready to go and renewed. Because I I imagine part of this work is, has it, are there aspects of it that are depleting for you? I mean, when, after you do multiple sessions with people, I mean, do you need to fill your tank back up? Yeah, definitely. And it was so funny because when I, first started and like my business was getting, you know, kind of like really intense all of a sudden. Yeah. And I was just booking, booking, booking. I was like, oh, yeah, I can do like a couple sessions a day and like for multiple days at a time. And then I was just like burnt out and I mm. realized I had like put myself back in the matrix, like without even realizing it. <laughs> totally. I was like, no, what am yes. I doing? I'm creating this. Like I'm literally creating my schedule. Why am I doing this? And so then I had to like kind of pull back and now I'm just like really, you know, with that though, gave me another idea to start collectives. Mm -hmm. So with that, so I was like, okay, I don't listen to this. So I was like, I don't want to, you know, help less people, but I don't want to work 
as much, mm-hmm. you know, because I physically can't do it. Like my body is like, it's yeah. too much, especially because 80% of my sessions are distant. Mm-hmm. So I have to hold that space energetically, yeah. which I love to do, but I also am cognizant of my own energy tank. Right. Yeah, of course. So I started to like, you know, book less sessions um, during the week, but also then to add these collectives where basically people are able to sign up. It's like $15. And there's a different theme of the week and we basically unblock or decondition some core beliefs in those areas. Mm -hmm. So we've had like a self-worth collective, an abundance collective, um, a personal power collective, health and body. And how it works is that it's probably the easiest thing that you could ever sign up to do Mm -hmm. for your own transformation because you don't actually have to do anything. You just have to sign up and then I'm basically working with your higher self energetically, distantly. And then I send the statement and then have you um, create action steps in order to live out mm-hmm. that. So the the feedback has been amazing and the transformations people have been experiencing are amazing. Wow. And, you know, for people to really take that initiative for themselves and then, you know, it doesn't have to be hard to transform, right? Like yeah. it's also deconditioning that. Like yeah. we can do so much with, you know, we're multidimensional. We just have to learn how to like use those other dimensions yeah. we reside in yeah. to do the work. Transformation <laughs> can come from joy and love and a space of mm-hmm. uh, impact and healing. It doesn't have to come from a space of hard work and pain and just yeah. like going through this arduous, difficult yeah. process. That's awesome. But like, yeah, but that's what happened. So I started, you know, doing more things for the collective and I was like, wow, I'm actually able to help people so much more or like assist them so much yeah. more. Yeah. Um, and it's been even more impactful. So yeah. I'm really hoping to like increase that to more than once a week. Like once my yeah. kind of life slows down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's great. But I love it. <laughs> but you love it. I think that's yeah. what's so important and you're figuring it out, you know, as you go. And mm-hmm. I think it's a process of constantly checking back in with yourself too, right? And assessing like, yeah, totally. how, where am I? Is this too much? Can I do more? And it's, and it's so interesting because of- like someone asked me that like oh so how is it being an entrepreneur and I was like looking at them I was like I'm an entrepreneur and I was like what <laughs> I know you I probably do that, had I was that like, moment right oh yeah yeah it was like literally I felt so ridiculous but also at the same time I'm like living in this like l- land in my head where I'm just mm-hmm. like oh no I'm not really because I don't see it as work I see exactly. it as like I'm living my purpose and my joy and it's just expanding and it's fulfilling and I'm able to support myself and support others right. so for that to like be, you know, brought down into this like 3D, um, mm-hmm. I guess, definition like of identity what I am. Almost. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't even resonate with that. Like, I'm just here. You're I'm just here. Here, here for the tribe. From love and joy and passion and, <laughs> yeah. and expanding yourself and others along the way. And I love that. Speaking yeah. of expansion, what, what would you say is your biggest dream? My biggest dream? Ooh. This is good. Well, I think, you know, really big dreams. I I would hope that our consciousness on this planet could rise to a level where we are no, no longer hurting each other, where we are truly operating from a place of unconditional love. And I think all the problems will dissipate. Because there's just, yeah, because there's a lot of, at the root of all of these issues that we have, like war and famine and Mm -hmm. um, segregation and like all of this separation 
comes from a place of not standing in unconditional love. Mm -hmm. So if we all stood in that place, nobody would hurt each other and there'd be more than enough and we'd be supported and, you know, not having anyone hurt anyone or anything would be my dream. (laughs) I, I'm right there with you. And I think beginning that process of, of, Standing in your own unconditional love, standing in your Mm -hmm. own joy, your own peace, your own passion, your own self-identified purpose is a journey that I think more and more of us are beginning to embark on. And we need people like you who are facilitating that journey towards that love through modalities like Psyche. And I'm just so happy that we've connected and that you came on Seek the Joy podcast. And thank you for everything that you shared. Where can everyone find you, find Psyche, learn more, book a session, become part of this collective that you're growing? Where, Yeah, where can everyone find you? Yeah. So I do a lot of updates on my Instagram. So it's underscore Jenna Sophia, J-E-N-A-S-O-P-H-I-A. And you can also check out my website. It's beyondthebelief.com. And I have a list of, you know, the locations I'm going to be in. I tend to travel a lot for work. Um, I'm either usually in New York, LA, or London. And you'll also see a list of upcoming workshops that I'm doing in LA and in London. So they're going to be three workshops in London between June and July, and then two workshops in LA at the end of August. So if you're in the vicinity or even, you know, want to come travel. Yeah, I'm going to need to come <laughs> to not the uncommon. one in LA at the end of the yeah, summer. Yeah, definitely. That would, awesome. that would be amazing. We're doing a back-to-back. It'll be with Ian, so it'll be a basic oh. and an advanced. So. How awesome. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I'll include everything in the show notes. That'll be so easy for perfect. everyone to find you and what you're creating. And it'll be awesome, I really think, to see where all of this goes and just the journey and, and see more people really being impacted and transformed by Psyche. So thank you again. No, thank you for having me. It was such a joy. <laughs> okay. What did you think about this conversation with Jenna? Are you as blown away as I am? I honestly cannot get over it. It left such an impact on me and I cannot wait to hear what you thought about this one. So join the conversation on our social media pages. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. What did you think? What was your biggest takeaway? Are you going to try Psyche? Have you already tried it? Let me know. I just cannot wait to connect with you guys about this one. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And I'll see you right back here for another Seek the Joy Tuesday. Tuesday.